I want to use this thing. My I was at a recovery meeting yesterday, and this one of my sponsees, a guy I work with, was there, and he shared about uh, they, the topic was spirituality. So people were going off on that, and then he said, you know, spirituality sort of uh, reminds me of the statement, the pause, you know, a pause in recovery. You ever have, you know, when you have that pause, when your head is very agitated and it's just dying to do something, and then suddenly, uh, uh, sort of like a peace comes over you, yeah? Everything stops, and you're in that pause, and your whole life can change, yeah? So you don't pick up that drink that was going to lead you to shoot that guy in the bar and then end up in jail for 30 years. The pause allows life to take a different course, or the interpretation of life to take a different course, yeah? So he was talking about that pause, and then most people think it's just a small little event in a, in a linear story of lots of events every day. But in fact, that pause, if entertained, can become a state, yeah? You can live in the pause, so to speak. And what it is, is when we're engaged in and as a mental idea, yeah? When we're engaged in the mental realm as a mental idea, which is the feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah? That center of that is an idea that's been thoroughly entertained and it produces a sense of being a self, but it's not true. It's a production. You weren't like that when you were a baby. You had to grow into it. Yeah? The mental state had to develop through the brain to produce this idea, this organizing principle that you're a self. Yes? So the poor, so when the mind's engaged in that activity, yes, it's very rarely going to entertain or experience or quote unquote have a pause, yeah, because its whole thing is agitation, agitating, agitation, begetting agitations, begetting a decision that excites an action that's agitated, and so on and so forth. That's how, you know. That's how it says in recovery that you make decisions based on self or fear. It sets off trains of circumstances. Your attitude is that this misfortune that you're having from that decision, you don't deserve somehow. And therefore, what happens is you're motivated to make another decision from self, which sets off trains of circumstances, which brings you misfortune you feel you don't deserve. And then it goes on and on and on. If you're living in that loop for a period of time, you have to do anything to get relief. Yeah? Even if it makes absolutely no sense to have another drink, there's going to be a strong, strong drive to have another drink because you want to get out of the immediate discomfort of the identification as a self. Yes? Yeah. So the pause sometimes will intercede in that with, in, through the auspices of recovery and it will stop that and there will be a pause where the whole selfing will be stopped like a wrench in it works and then life can go a whole other direction than it was going to go. Yeah? I mean, you could change a whole story of life with if you were given four pauses. Like if there was a genie and they had three wishes, I would have asked them, every one of them to be a pause, yeah? Give me three pauses, then go over back my life and go, oh, that time I ran away down the alley thinking I was going to escape the cops. I would have liked to have reconsidered that. Pause, yes? Okay, <laughs> this time, just <laughs> two pauses. And my life would look totally different. Yeah. Now, I don't know how I'd feel. I'd feel probably better, but it would look totally different. So the power of the pause. So that pause, if it comes into one's life, it can change the direction of its life. And many people may not see it. It'll just happen very quietly. Something that urge will be supplanted by a prior state, which is a pause or peace. Yeah? 
that that pause is not of a mental state, it's of being. And that's what you and I are. We are that pause. We're just, we've gotten engaged in a mental activity, a mental process called selfing that causes us to not to notice our own natural state, which is that being, which is that pause. Yeah. That space of, of linear interruption is always available, right? Where you and I are, always available. We're thinking it's so random, like it just drops in every once in a while, but it could be entertained. But how it's entertained is seeing you're not what you're entertaining now. Yeah? The mind is engaged in a mental state called selfing, and it's living in a mental interpretation of life, bookended, here's this moment that no one's actually in because it's crowded with yesterday and tomorrow. Yeah? Every moment that's on a linear line, a timeline of time, is not a moment. It's a moment preceded by a past, and then and it's going to be followed by a future. That's not it. And the past and the future downloads into this moment. You get a total mental download because you can't see anything in the past. You can't see anything in the future, but you can provoke or evoke what's going to be seen, what's going to be happened, what's going to be felt. Yes. And it does it all freaking day. So it downloads all these ideas of yesterday, and then they, they're projected into a future, but you feel them now. You feel them in the present moment. When you remember yesterday, you never remember it yesterday. You remember it now. When you're worried about the future, it's never in the future, because then you'd have freedom from it. It's now. You don't need freedom from next week. You need freedom from the worry about next week because there's no need for freedom from next week. It's not happening. Yeah, why, why would you want to try to get out of something you're not in? It'd be insane. It's just recognizing you're not in it. So the, the, the mental state uses next week to produce an effect now. The mental state of selfing uses five years ago you know, or a trauma that happened ten years ago, it uses that to produce a sta- to produce an effect now. Yeah, and the effect is rooted in it happened to you, and it's going to happen to you. Yeah, the past and the future both go bing. Both they're always about reinforcing the sense of you, and it's not you; it's the me, which is this incredible, insane hybrid of you and mental state called me. And me is immune to any help from anyone else because you can't understand me. (laughs) You never had the thoughts I have. Yes, you have. Everyone, I heard this lady at a meeting, she's saying, you know, all I'm thinking about is me all day. And then it goes farther, I'm thinking everyone else is thinking about me all day. And that's a correct statement. It's not your me, but everyone's thinking about me. <laughs> everyone's whole agenda today is based on me. Everyone driving up and down the hallway, uh, hallway, the freeway, is me. Yeah? Oh, how can you know? I know. Take a look at them when you drive by. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a preoccupation. Yes? There's Russell. <laughs> There's Mary. <laughs> so, 
our ability to reflect, which is one of the aspects of mind itself. Yeah. Suppose in one Buddhist terminology, mind, the essence, the uh, essence of it is empty. Yeah. In other words, it's not a thing. Has nothing to do with things, and it's, it does, but not as a thing. It's 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 a nature is to reflect. Yeah. And its manifestation is energy. Yeah. So this is what's happening. Mind is being here. It's manifesting. Yes. So it's having a dream of things. But the dream isn't an object. So when you say the dream, there's no dream. It's the dreaming of things. Yeah. So the mind is dreaming of things, and it dreams of things by dreaming this thing as being me. Yeah. And then through this me, it gives meaning to everything else in how it relates to this me. It's an incredible interpretation. You know, we go to sleep so we don't see it. But the difference between if you weren't in an abusive situation when you were a kid and your experiences now is hugely different. I mean, even th- when I remember when I was a couple years old, it was much brighter. I mean, everything was golden. It was just a whole lot different than that anywhere. It does than it, the way it's interpreted now. Because then it was more of a raw interpretation. There wasn't a center of the interpretive system grabbing all my attention because it hadn't been presented as, that's me. Yeah? That's the only reason why you're interested in me is that it's you. Any other me you could give a shit about unless they're going to provide some kind of service to you. Either take care of you or do this or love or whatever you want to call it. But basically it's a giant consumer activity, basically. Yeah. I'll give you this. I, I, I'm not asking for anything, but there's an expectation of something. If some guy takes you out 30 times, he's expecting to go horizontal. Oh, no. We're just friends. Oh, yeah. They're usually not friends with 400-pound people. It's usually, you know, 5'10", 110 pounds. Oh, I just want to be your friend. Why not everyone else? Oh, no. I just find something so special in you. Yeah, it's objectified. You know, could be different, but basically, you know, look at your own thing, man. Look at it. Look at the head. It's all, all the teachings in the world are right where you are. You don't have, it doesn't have to be 1400 AD or BC. It's 2014, you know, whatever this is, July 28th or 27th. It's, it's, it's revealing everything right now, Yeah. How do you feel about the thought that you just noticed is going through what you call your head? Wasn't there a slight or a strong or an unspoken assumption it's yours? The activity of selfing is going on right now. And also, at the same time, the non-activity of being and the activity of being are available. And I'll tell you, the being has one thing on its side. It's timeless. Yeah? It can wait out all the fucking selfing because the selfing is going to exhaust. You ever remember all the times you go on a train of self-will? There's not an infinite amount of cars. You finally exhaust the system where it stops and exactly how it was always is then again. Obvious. Yeah? The train didn't change the landscape it was moving through. It didn't cut through that giant thing. It's, just, it's like all the shit that can happen in the sky never leaves a mark on the sky. That's what mind is like. Mind, not mental processes. 
We've been calling mental processes mind. That is not mind. That's mind moving through an organ called the brain. Yeah? Facilitating the brain to have mental processes. That's not mind. Mind is prior to any fucking moving through any organ. Yeah? And we are that. So if, if you start entertaining the possibility, hey, I may not be the thinker of these thoughts. Yeah? Like for me, the first step was I entertained, hey, these are alcoholic thoughts. And suddenly some space was formed between, quote unquote, me and my thoughts. You know? And it was noticeable, quite noticeable. And it sort of stabilized. So let's take it a little farther. Maybe none of them are my thoughts. Yeah? Not just the ones I call alcoholic. Maybe all of them. Maybe I actually have nothing to do with them in a sense, except I'm seeing them. You know what I mean? What? Oh, yeah, maybe. What happens? There's going to be an effect, and you'll notice the tree by its roots. Space moves up, you have more space, and it stabilizes. You're onto something. You finally found something that worked. You know what I mean? Then work it. So now now your interest and attention gets free from the engagement with selfing all freaking day, and now is engaged with the being. It's now resting or sensing a presence it was looking for out here, in you, in money, in surfing, and this and that. It's now, now you're looking from what you've been looking for. You're looking from it. Yeah? So now what happens? What happens? If you're not that, this is how it happened with me, I swear. I lost interest in it. I lost interest in the selfing because I entertained I wasn't the self. Yeah? And I saw the simple examples of it. And I always use the same one because it happened to me. I was doing a workshop in recovery, and there was a place, a, a meeting place, and they had more rooms than one. And there was this girl I had my eye on that was in the other room attending another meeting. And so I was supposed to leave this workshop. But I had a much stronger attention and interest in her because she was my savior. I was going to marry her, have some kids, and of course never have a divorce. You know? <laughs> the story is never truthful at all because it makes it really, man, I really, I long for that the way you think of it. When you're in it, you don't long for it a lot of times. But you're, when you're not in it, you're longing for it. The advertising is fucking great. <laughs> so there I am sitting at the workshop trying to do my leadership, whatever, and some of the people that have been there a lot notice, hey, Paul, you don't seem to be here. And I go, and I'm aware of that, but my interest is trying to hear what she has to say. Because it's a woman's meeting or something, and I'm hoping she'll say, hey, I like that guy Paul, and meets at work So I'm keenly interested in hearing, you know, because I need an advantage. I'm not going to go up in front and ask her blindly. I, rejection is too scary. I'm not going to go near that. So I want to get a little, I want to have like an inside trader thing. Oh, yeah, she likes you. Okay, hey, honey, would you like to have a coffee? Let me pontificate about the fourth step. I'll help you so much in your program. So, there you go. So there she is. So then the people come up. One guy sees me and goes, throws a book on the tape desk and says, how to lose interest in a conversation in another room. Great. It's a self-help book. I tried to read it. I agree with it, but I can't pull the attention back. It's not mine to pull back. Yes? I'm an object that it's paying attention to. I am not the attentive. I am not the attentive one. You know, I'm not doing the attention. Yeah. 
the attention has been wound and enslaved to an object called Paul, but it is not what's doing the attention. So when I want to pull it back, it's very difficult because it's recognized the true agenda. Hey, this is this is what I'm going to get. I'm going to I'm going to get. This is going to take care of all the bad moments I've ever had, all the great moments I'm going to have with her. All right. So now suddenly she says something in the other room, and she says, "I really like this guy, Matt." Yeah. Now my name's not Matt. What happens? I lose interest in that conversation. The trail has just snuffed out. <laughs> the guide has left. You know, <laughs> the Lonely Planet book isn't doesn't have, have her as a destination. All right. The attention interest. Where does it go? Find out. What I found out. When it, was, when it was starting to get called back a lot from all the selfing, I found that it started resting in some other state called the state of being, let's say. And that's just the terminology, just to sort of produce a difference of, from the mental state. So my attention and interest started to land on that more. And because it's so reliable and so it's not agitated at all, that foundation, it started to rest, or like they would say, abiding in it. So there was a, a certain abidance, and it doesn't mean you give up everything and you lay on its couch all day. It's just now you're walking around doing what you've always been doing, but you're resting, your attention and interest isn't being totally spent on your mental reaction and interpretations of things, it's resting in your being, yeah? Yeah? And you have plenty of attention and interest to deal with what's going on, and if you don't feel like you do, Maybe your life will become a, a, a set of limited affairs. You'll just maybe get simple. Who knows what will happen? But the attention and interest now has found a new imperative, which is, oh, that sense. That's what I. That's what actually we've always been looking for. Yeah, and, and it recognizes it when it lands on it. So now it senses the pause as an everlasting condition, not a sudden interruption in my linear story of Paul, but actually what I am, yeah, and then I see that the linear story of Paul is constantly being interrupted, but we're not noticing it, yeah, we're not noticing it, because we're up the ass of self, and then we think we need a divine proctologist to pull us out, but we have a, ten we want to scurry right back up there. And after a while, you realize no fucking path is going to work because all paths lead up there. So then what happens? I lost interest somewhat in it. Still have interest in it. doesn't matter. But the interest attention, when it gets bored with it, which it always will, it doesn't go land on another mental uh, projection. It goes back to being. And after a while, you know, it stays longer here, and then it realizes it can do this and stay here. It doesn't have to go to one thing at the expense of everything else. It has enough to do this, have relationships, this and that, but also rest there. And now all the exclusiveness gets included, and you know you can work and surf, you can do this and that. It doesn't be either this or that, either I'm this or I'm not. No, it can go, you know, blah blah blah. You get much more fluid, just like water will go into everywhere. Yeah. It's not based on if the door is open or not. It's based on the incline. The water is going to go in everywhere. So now you're inclined to pay attention to that. Now it's coming into your life. And that idea of missling yourself out of here changes in more of like a spreading out, like a, like, you know, like a giant keg of molasses gets spilled. It spreads slowly, yeah? 
so you're, it's not like you get this pinprick precision shot it's more aperture opens up you're wide awake now yeah here walking around and all the things you thought it was going to do it doesn't do those things continue maybe just as they are but something that may not be noticeable to the mental state is quite noticeable in the being state yeah so now you tend to bring the, the excitement into things instead of trying to ex- extract excitement out of things yes it just changes things you're not looking to achieve much maybe maybe not even if you are it's for the fun of it yeah you're not believing that's going to make me anything more than I already am so you realize, hey, I'm exactly the way I was before the meeting, during the meeting, after the meeting. It never changes. <laughs> it, 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 its effects change. What it, what it induces in the experiential level will change, but, but the, uh, that never changes. It's always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary. If there's any requirement, is to lose the, it's losing interest in the mental state. Yeah, and if you want to lose in, if you want to lose interest in time, lose interest in the self. And if you lose interest in selfing, you'll lose interest in time because they're all synonymous. Yeah, selfing and time are synonymous. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have a feeling of being you unless you had memories. You have to remember you yesterday. You have to remember you an hour before. And you keep, not you, but the mind keeps remembering you as a body. And therefore, it just becomes a habitual assumption you're a body. Even when you're trying to, you know, think about spirituality, it's framed as a body. So now you think you're on a spiritual journey. What takes a journey? Spirit or a body? Body takes a journey. Where are, the, where are the valleys and the, and the mountains? To the spirit? To the body. Yeah? So everything gets framed in this frame of self-centeredness. And we don't see its influence just drenching all our experiences. Yeah? All the experiences are framed that they're happening to you or happening to others. Yes? But they're all framed by, the, by that. The experiences are framed by the influence of self-centeredness. And what's incredible is you and I, like they say in The Course of Miracles, give everything the meaning it has. You have a lot of power. You have a fucking lot of power. You and I are giving everything the meaning it has all day. Yeah? If you're tired of the meaning that everything has for you, change what's look, where you're looking from. Yeah? Instead of self-centered, just allow it to move by entertaining you may not be that center of self, then you'll start seeing things from a centered state. Yeah? Much different. And then the meanings that were gripping you and you thought it was them, you'll realize the grip was released on your end. Suddenly, oh, all those assholes suddenly don't seem so bad. They all changed all at once. No, it's how you're viewing them has changed. And you keep getting hints, but follow it. This idea of victimhood and powerlessness is a way to shirk our responsibility. Not as Paul, but as what I am. So in The Course in Miracles, it says it, this to me is so succinct, how it explains, at least it explains a lot when I hear it. 
That's why I torture you with it every week lately, because it just opens up a huge space in my head when I say it. You and I are the dreamer of the dream. Yes? If you don't believe it's a dream, do you believe you're having a subjective experience here? Do you believe that this event is being experienced exactly the same by everyone here? Or that this event is just a, a possibility for a subjective interpretation? Yeah. So your experience is probably going to be different than Deb's experience, da 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 You don't see, take, expand on that idea, yeah? It's still a dream. Exactly. If something can't override you, if something, if, that's why in Buddhism they call that everything is inherently empty. It means it's inherently, inherently empty of being a thing. It doesn't have a meaning of itself. It's given meaning by the mind that's observing it or experiencing it, yeah? So like in physics, they have that very, that, that axiom they use that the biggest influence of any experiment is the observer of it. Yeah! Expand on that. Let your mind expand. You know? Stay, stop stop de defining you yourself in particular consequences. See the pattern. See the pattern of what's going on. That's where mind's revealed. Mind is hidden in the consequential level. It's revealed in the principal pattern level. You'll see how it works. Yeah? So, you and I are the dreamer of the dream. I like to use the word dreaming because dreamer and the notes like a noun, and I don't believe there's any nouns, yeah? There's no dreamer. <laughs> so there's the dreaming of the dream. Then this is, this is the statement that he follows it with. And we forgot that we're dreaming. Alright, pretty good. Now, how do we forget that we're dreaming? I would say it's important to find out, yeah? If you accept that statement, I would, to me, it just leaned me into, hey, I want to find out how that's... How that's continuing, you know? Did I forget like 24 years ago on March 3rd? <laughs> I mean, am I beholden to the forgetting, or is it like a, a ink tattoo? You know? Yes, you are forget. You are forgetting. No, it's an activity. So if the activity gets interrupted, maybe you'll do what? Remember that you're the dreamer. <laughs> maybe you know. I would imagine if the forgetfulness would stop, there would be a possibility called remembering would occur. <laughs> So here, so you and I are the dreamer of the dream. We forgot that we're dreaming it. My take is that how we forget it all day is we're remembering self. Yeah, we remember itself through time, through the mental process. It thinks about you yesterday as a body, thinks about you in the future as a body. So that's how you remember self. Yeah, in that remembrance of self, we forget. It can't make it so, but we forget. We seemingly forget that we're the dreamer. But the dreaming's going on. But now the dreaming is moving through this kaleidoscope called selfing. And now, now that's giving the meaning to things. It's, it's taking that raw energy of giving meaning to things and it's defining it with a frame of self-centeredness. Voila! Yeah? Alright, so here we go. And in that state of forgetfulness, the dream, everything we're dreaming has the power to affect us. You don't think that describes everyone's day anywhere in the world right now? We're dreaming. We don't. We forgot that we're dreaming by remembering we're a dreamt object. This is an object. This is part of the dream. You are not out of the dream as an object. Any objectification is the dream. Yes? What's dreaming is not an object, nor can it be objectified. 
but it can objectify. Yeah, but it cannot be objectified. Yes. So any any object is an object of the dream. So being identified as this, we're in the forgetfulness of mind. Yeah. In that forgetfulness, this opens up to get its ass bitten by a lot of things that the mind has dreamt. Yeah. Obviously, the mind doesn't have an ass to get bit, but we seem to identify it as a body. So now, everything we've dreamt has the power to affect us. I mean, that would be, if there was like a universal doctor, that would be it. He could just, he could just email that diagnosis and every, oh, all right, yes. Thank you, doctor, whatever, Oz. Yes. Yeah, because it would apply. If any, if you just look, how can it not? Yeah. What's being affected here? You think it's you, but you as a body. You as a mental product that's coming from the brain, which is an object, yeah? You could take a brain out and look at it, yeah? We're taking ourselves, we believe we're the seer, the hearer and feeler and taster and toucher, yet the eye can't see, it facilitates seeing. If the body was dead and there was no life in it, the eye could be perfect and it wouldn't be seeing a damn fucking thing. You could pull it out of a dead body, put it in a live body, and it would see again. Because it's not the eye that's seeing. The eye facilitates seeing. The ear facilitates hearing, but it is not what's hearing. And it's not you that's hearing either. Yeah? You is a mental idea. Yeah? The you is like the camera lens, and then the light pro- provides the picture. Yeah? The lens don't do anything. They need light to move through. It's just like the telescope and the scientist. If the scientist looks through the telescope, the lens have a way to make what seems far seem to appear close, yeah? If you looked at that experience from a distance, the stars hadn't moved in, yeah? It's only, only it's, it's an experience only the scientist is having looking through the telescope, exactly. This is like a telescope. This is like a box of lenses, yes? That mind is moving through, and the identification with the box has changed the message about what's going on here. Now everything is seen as happening to me, instead of everything is seen as happening. You don't see the claustrophobicness of that? Life huge. And you're suffocating under it, and of course you're going to do almost anything to get relieved. You have a tendency to get loaded and do drugs. Other people shop, other people have sex, other people stay in bed all day, other people watch Game of Thrones over and over again, other people... We're all trying to get some... We're all trying to pass time so that things stop biting us in the ass. Yeah? Because we can feel great one second, but we have a lot of seconds on a Saturday. What am I going to do with the 8 billion seconds after this second? i got to go here, go, i got to keep myself occupied. We're dreamt time. Time and self are synonymous. If what happens, if, if you lose interest in the idea of self, you will lose interest in time. It's a byproduct. Yeah? Because you'll lose interest in everything that's facilitating the bondage of self. Not by looking at every one of them, just seeing I'm not that. Then the Urban Renewal Project that you're cast as your whole fucking life gets cut off and all the funds go somewhere else. Instead of, you know, empowering your obsession and slavery to self, it now enriches your day. You're awake. 
You smell, taste, feel, this and that. You know, you have tons of experiences, tons of sensations. It may be overburdening to the little head, but that's the package. You're a fucking alive fucking thing. You know, we're working so hard to deaden ourselves down. I miss. We're so fucking chock full of every so much going on. Yeah. And at least your, your hand, you can tell when you're on the pulse of life. You don't need someone to tell you on the pulse. You know, you don't need a spiritual notary public to, you know, authorize your spirituality. That's your inherent nature. Your, your false nature is trying to become spiritual. That's why it's, it's set to fail from the get-go. You're denying the fact you are what you're seeking for. And then, therefore, the seeking is used to reinforce the denial. And so on and so forth. All your attempts to get out are just another way of being in. And when I say you, I mean all of you. I'm not saying I'm away from all this. That It's always being offered. The selfing is constantly inviting your interest and attention to pay, pay attention to it. It is. And if you believe it's you or about you, and you identify as that you, you'll follow all that shit, all the advertisement. You won't be taking... It's like being at that shopping channel, and you'll be buying every fucking thing. You know? I look great on that jacket. You have five already. Oh, I really look great. I'm going to get a jacket. You got five already in your closet. None of them got you to meet the one. What do you think the six is going to? I'm going to get another hairdo. That will do it. Someone's going to recognize my supreme greatness. Probably not. You better find it in yourself. You know, seriously. You don't see the enslavement of it day in and day out? Pissing on this moment to, with the hopes that the next moment, wherever it is, chaos. Oh, lunch with what's-her-name next tomorrow. Whatever it is. There's constantly hope. this hope that it will be better than it is now. What's causing it to be so insufferable? Not this moment. It's the thing that's occupying this moment. The preoccupation that's occurring in the moment, which is, is what's driving you crazy. The moment is just what... We are the moment, yeah? That's this whole thing with recovery. For me, the recovery program diminishes a mental state, so then another state, which you truly are, becomes obvious to your mind, yeah? So that your mind starts getting engaged with that instead of with all the mental activity. Yeah? And that's what you call a pause. And it's not a pause. It's the eternal moment. Always available in every linear fucking temporal moment is that pause. I've had it a lot, Yeah? I've lost the experience of pauses. Pauses are long gone. There's states, there's states of pauses now. I'm not having experience of surrender every day. I'm in a state of surrender. Yeah. You get weaned off of experiences. They're not as you know, they're not as great as you think they are. They come and go. They don't really leave. They're not. They're like a henna tattoo. Yeah. You think if you do them over and over and over again, it'll make you a surfer. You're not a surfer unless you're in the water surfing. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Just like in AA, there's no sponsorship. Um, sponsoring is a verb. There's no sponsor and sponsee unless the verb of sponsorship is going on. Yeah. You're awake now. If you think this is a if this is an attempt to try to get awake, it's been it's been misinterpreted. 
Yeah. It's been misinterpreted. Once again, we'll take what we're really looking for with the hopes that it's going to promote get finding it later. That's not the message. The Urban Renewal Project, you'll never call it off. You're going to be looking at you to better you and you have this and that. It's tons of funds are going to go into that black hole. Yeah? Let, the body rejoices when the mind gives up being it. <laughs> I swear to God, the body can just get on with it. Fucking fart and just expand and just like doesn't have to be perfect anymore. I mean, the, everyone's trying to perfect this, but what about the back? You know, no one's, it's mostly the face, you know, the abs, the face. What about these muscles? The abs, this, 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 this. You see where your attention and interest lies. Yeah. Then there's a simple diagnosis. You realize it's all about the idea of self. And man, it's going to fucking starve you. It's going to take and take and take and take and take and give back very little. It's a parasitical movement. It doesn't give a shit about the host. It just sucks it dry. And it won't let you die because it only has you. So it's going to keep sucking you dry and give you false hope after false hope after false hope. To me, that's slavery. Pure and simple fucking slavery. Be free from the bondage of self. Be relieved of the bondage of self. How I was relieved and am being relieved is I've lost interest in what promotes the self. I've lost interest in in the thought system. I've lost interest in feelings. It doesn't mean I don't have them. I have plenty of them. But they're not being used as my feelings to promote a me. They're not be- the thoughts aren't constantly referring back to me as the thinker anymore. Yeah? Or me as the object of the thoughts. There's a freedom from the bondage of self. The bondage of self is a possibility just like the freedom of self from self is a possibility right now. The mind can go either way. It, it's where its interested attention is being deposited. Yes? If you're depositing into selfing, you'll have agitation, irritability, restlessness, and discontent. If it's deposited into that centeredness, you'll feel pretty cool right now. I'm not looking to make up this terrible moment at 3 o'clock today by jumping off a bridge, you know? I mean a bungee, not a golden gate. Yeah. This is fine for me. That's why I can do these talks for 19 years. Yeah, I did 19 years. I did talks Monday nights at the dry dock in uh, about 18 years, every fucking Monday for 18 straight years if I was in the country. Because they were, they were always new. That's the whole point. The whole point is, that's why you see these people that live in temples and you think, oh, they're so boring. They're excited as hell. They do the same thing every day, but their minds are alive. Everyone else is trying to do these all extreme things and their minds are dead. Some of us can't do the extreme. You get hurt, you can't do the things you used to love. So if that was the source of happiness, you're going to be really disappointed. Yeah? You can't... I, don't, I think it's an unwise uh, decision to, to put your eggs in an unreliable basket, really. I mean, I want to have the solution that I need at every moment, right where I am at every moment. I don't want to have to do anything to get it. I don't have to jump through hoops. Because who's going to tell me how how high I'm jumping? The head itself, yeah? Who's going to tell me how far away I am from the truth? The head itself. The same head that was talking to me when I was shooting drugs was talking to me about my program after I stopped shooting drugs. 
It didn't stop with this, stopping drinking and using. It just changed this little story. Now instead of advertising, you know, it's like if a, a young person gets married, the advertising's on the internet change, yeah? Based on their situations. It's the same selling goes on, but now you're a different market they're trying to hit, you know? And it's done tons of research on you. The selfing, if it sees one flinch of interest, you'll get like eight, eight hernia advertisements, you know what I mean? If you're going in there looking for a hernia belt, you'll see pictures of hernia guys with hernia belts on. You just come on. It smells one little inclination. Doesn't it like your head? It's It just goes like the back door. You're a loser. You don't open it. Side window. You're a loser. You don't open it. Skylight. Yeah, you're a loser. You don't open it. Front door. You're a loser. What? Oh, it's in. There's one little in. <laughs> the beautiful thing is it happened to me in Turkey. This is so great. Turkey is an incredible... I like Turkey a lot. But they like to sell you rugs. It's a big thing, rugs. And they have very... You know, like you come out and they can recognize you're a tourist. And they got an incredible, sophisticated way. Some guy comes and he acts like your tour guide, but he tours you right into his cousin's uh, rug factory. And then they're there and they're spinning the rugs around. They throw and, and then they get tied. Like subs come in and they do it. It goes on for hours. And they give you Turkish coffee and apples, apple juice. And you know they're really good. But this, they did this for like three and a half hours. This one time, I said, "Listen, I don't have a floor." I don't have a house. I don't live anywhere. So I had a total immunity to the rug because I didn't have a floor. That's it. It didn't matter how great the advertising was. I was very clear I don't have a place to live. Oh, we'll pack it up so you can take it with you. <laughs> Who the hell's going to travel with a rug in their knapsack if they're going around the world? It's totally insane. So I don't care how you could have strippers on the rug. And I still wouldn't buy it because I don't have a flaw. It's sort of like that. You get relief because... You're not that. Not that it got relief, because then you're going to have to keep getting more relief for it. But the relief from it will feed its own self. Yeah? The self doesn't have to try to get more relief from it. You, Your mind disengages, and you realize the self was a pure mental object. It's never been what you were. Never, ever. And it never will be, and it never had been. why we do come here entertain possibilities and it's an invitation and if you're like to me I always try to tell people this is not a path to illumination but it'll illuminate whatever path you're on so let's say you're in the path of recovery to me this illuminated the principles of AA unbelievably when it started to dawn on me hit me around 11 years sobriety and opened my mind to a much larger state let's say that's all I'm, you know, and I have faith in mind. I know everyone here is the exact mind that I'm entertaining, yeah? It just needs a possibility put in there, yeah? So the freedom isn't for or as or by self, it's from it, yeah? From it. And what you're going to get freedom from is the act of being identified as one. The action of being identified as self is what the mental process is constantly facilitating. How it facilitates it, thoughts are held as yours, 
Feelings are held as yours. You're held as the seer of seeing, the hearing of hearer of hearing, the hearer, the feeling of feeling feelings. It's it's not true. Yes. What's looking out of you is not a seer. It's seeing. It's not an object. Yeah. It's pure subjectivity looking out of your head right now. Yes. You're not the thinker, nor are you the feeler. So the self claims these activities, then uses them to facilitate the bondage of self. That's exactly what happens. Yeah? It's on offer all day, but there's many, many gaps, because it's temporal, it's defined in time, and the solution is infinite, it's timeless. So you can never lose, actually. Yeah. It's going to exhaust itself, and you'll be right where you've always been. So why not just stay there? You're always going to find yourself right where you are anyway. Why don't you just have a sense that you're here all the time? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not entertain possibilities? You're entertaining the possibility. When I was a kid, I wasn't in an abusive situation. When I was playing, at a certain point, time hadn't set in, so I never had a worry that will I be playing next week. I had no idea of next week. So when I was playing, I was totally engaged because my head hadn't built up a system to distract me with ice. I don't have to be doing this with Wayne, my friend. I could be doing it with Jimmy. Yeah? None of that was going on, so I was here, and being here, I wasn't looking for retreats or meditation techniques or self-help books. You know? None of those demands that seem so pressing on people now were pressing on me because time hadn't set in yet. The idea of being a self hadn't set in yet. And therefore, there was a freedom that was inherently normal. Yeah? What happened? We outgrew that condition, and we grew into a mental condition. If we grew into it, we can grow out of it. Yeah? You don't grow out of it as a self. Part of the growing out of it is from the self, the idea of self. It's like the, in, the, in The Course in Miracles, it says, all right, we're dreaming this dream, and what we're going to do is we're going to dream ourselves out of it. It's beautiful. It's not saying we're going to kill the dream and deny the dream. No, we're going to dream ourselves out of it. And as we dream ourselves out of it, the dream's going to get happier. It's a perfect description of my life. 1988, the mind shifted. On a regular day at the office, getting loaded, something intervened, stopped the selfing. I've been sober ever since, 26-something years, and going. And I'd have to say, my dream has gotten a whole lot happier. Yeah? As I'm dreaming myself out of it. And the mind picked or chose or was drawn to a thing called recovery AA, and it's used that, it infused that recovery to bring about this result. Yeah? Incredible. So I was dreaming the dream. Before recovery, it was a fucking nightmarish dream I seemed to be in, man. It was fucking unbelievable the hells that you can entertain, that you can make up in one's head. Yeah? Unbelievable. Suddenly, I'm just thinking, how can I stay high until this guy comes and hopefully we can get some drugs, you know? Because I used to drink to stay loaded and then get high on drugs. So we were drinking Royal Gate Vodka. Suddenly, I'm thinking about, when's he going to pass me the bottle? And then I see the guy, and he looks like a big bum to me. And something stopped me in the tracks, and I said, I'm a bum. And then this whole download came in like a CNN news flash. No story, just a headline. I'm fucked. Now, I've been fucked for a long time, and everyone who knew me knew I was fucked, but it was news to me. 
And from that point on, suddenly a new set of circumstances, something, decisions were made, not from self, that set off these trains of circumstances that brought me to my first meeting the next morning. Yeah? Set off these trains. No, no, the next day. Set off these trains of circumstances that brought me fortune I feel I didn't deserve. So some gratitude started to arise in me. I felt hope and I felt grateful and I stopped drinking and doing drugs and I haven't done any since. I never even think about it. The problem doesn't exist for me. What more do you want as a demonstration in one's life? Where did that come from? Mind. Mind. Mind changed the dream. It didn't leave it. It just made it... It, it starts dreaming itself out of it, which the, one of the big parts, the biggest asshole in the dream is self, that you've been up. So you start dreaming yourself out of the ass of self, and as you do, the dream gets happier. And it smells a lot better also. <laughs> you know? What... That's a perfect description of how it's gone in the linear story of Paul. And it has its own mo- motivation. I'm not doing much at all. It's not, diff- it's not work to stay sober. I never think about alcohol or drugs. It seems so pointless now. And it is pointless in the condition I'm in now. It was totally had meaning when I was in there. But now it has no meaning whatsoever. When people, oh, I really, that looks so good. Fuck, it looks terrible to me. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. So, yes, there's the, uh, any questions today? No? You got your moment. One, two, 